Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. Good to have you here. Hi, Matt. Great to be back. I think this is going to be the last in the current series for a couple of weeks as you uh, have been allowed some, some time off for good behaviour. Yeah, well deserved. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, let's have a look at the week ahead. So I think as we're sort of taking a look forwards, focus really on, on global trade data, inflation, and, and perhaps closer to home in the UK, GDP data. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. Thank you. You know, I think it's uh, worth starting with the fact that despite the unseasonally inclement weather, there is a real air of summer in global financial markets at the moment. Participation, trading activity uh, appears pretty low, and uh, liquidity and stability, therefore, are a bit more of a focus than usual. But there are a number of events in particular interest for us over the next week. Firstly, on global trade. And by extension, the kind of global economic recovery uh, will be assessed, will be back in focus. China data for July kicks off the week, uh, and this data will be watched very closely. Um, The export data, more China-relevant, perhaps domestic uh, economy focus, and particularly pertinent due to rising COVID concerns in China. The import data may be a core focus for exporter nations, especially across Europe, And on that front, we get the German trade data that follows on Monday and also the ZEW on Tuesday. Now, a second successive decline in the ZEW may set sentiment uh, shifting towards a European growth moderation uh, following on from the emphasis that we've seen in that regard in the US. Now, we expect the ultimate focus to shift towards equilibrium or or sustainable growth rates. Uh, And in that regard, we see the US uh, as the near term. And staying with the U.S., Wednesday we see uh, U.S. inflation data. Now, it's not that long ago that uh, inflation was the number one concern of global financial markets. Uh, But it seems recently growth concerns have kind of quashed those fears, you know, even if we see some of these concerns as misplaced. You know, for us, this sequential decline back towards a higher equilibrium rate should be a positive, given that the nature of this mini cycle uh, from COVID, which was intentionally imposed, now, inflation is back on the radar next week. Yellen uh, this week has uh, been suggestive uh, of the fact that inflation will fall back to the Fed's target by the year end. Now, we presume that she means uh, the Fed's new inflation target, whereby that means somewhat above 2% for some time. But ironically, perhaps the natural result of US inflation decline might be an increased focus on inflation shortfalls elsewhere the most notable of which being in Europe. And then on Thursday, the emphasis comes back to the UK with Q2 GDP. Now, following this week's Bank of England, the MPC forecast suggests somewhere around 5% for Q2. And indeed, the Bank of England economic narrative was much more encouraging. You know, inflation now at 4% and falling back towards target in the forecast horizon with growth at seven and a quarter percent this year and an increased forecast to six percent next. That's with unemployment forecasts lowered both this year and next. So the backdrop seems quite positive from the Bank of England's perspective. And just more broadly, uh, a quick thought on the Bank of England. We have mentioned 
in our thoughts over recent weeks about the importance of the sequencing of monetary policy for the Bank of England. It does seem now uh, that the Bank of England has lowered the rate minimum uh, that it would like to see before reducing the stock of QE assets. And that is from 0.5 to 1.5, as it was previously. Now, this is likely a function of the fact that negative rates, which are now essentially an effective part of the toolkit, lower the effective lower bound. Uh, and then the Bank of England have suggested that they may actively seek to sell bonds uh, once the policy rate gets to 1%. I think overall what that means is, you know, we're starting to see the UK emerge as a front runner or a possible test case, if you will, uh, in terms of uh, global monetary policy, not just in terms of the COVID reopening response. Thank you for that, Neil. Lots again to be looking forward to in the week ahead. Before we turn our attention to events away from markets and preempting the fact that uh, there's Olympic activity going on over the weekend, don't forget to have a look at our, our companion to the Olympics and specifically looking at the emerging markets, which can be found at horizonsljcapital.com forward slash Olympics. So that said, I'm teeing that up nicely for you, Neil. What have you got your eye on this weekend? Wonderful. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I think, you know, there are a number of events. We've been very lucky again. First up, uh, the Lions Tour of South Africa, the third and final test, the decider, if you will. Now, this promises to be an all-out battle at every level and every position. There are a number of big changes to the Lions squad, but it should be a very intense and fascinating affair. Second up is the FA Community Shield. So Leicester versus Manchester City, uh, ahead of the fascinating, if earlier than usual, start to the new Premiership season. Uh, it's also at the start of the championship, uh, leagues one and two, and a huge number of FA Cup qualifiers up and down the country. So something at every level of football. Uh, and then finally, as you mentioned, the Olympics. It's the men's football final, not that it's been high uh, on the profile of the Olympic Games. Tom Daly is up for a potential second medal in the individual event. And this time, uh, you know, we really do head to the track for some interesting and, and, uh, and fun events like the 4 by 400 meter relays. That's alongside cycling, show jumping, boxing and modern pentathlon, to name but a few, where Team GB has a medal interest. Thank you, Neil. Yes, certainly a, a huge amount of, uh, of activity over the weekend. Certainly something for everybody. Well, thank you, Neil, again for, uh, for joining us and outlining your thoughts on, on the week ahead. And we look forward to catching up with you again at the start of Series 2. Many thanks. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.